Good evening and a warm welcome to you on what is a cold and kind of miserable evening, but welcome to each one of you as you've come this evening, recognising that sometimes life can feel very busy. And so maybe it's not just me, but sometimes we can find it hard just to sit and be quiet with God. I sometimes find when I try and sit, there's so much going on in my head. When I stop, I think about all the things that have to be done. And yet, somewhere in deep inside me, I want that moment just to sit and be still. And that's what I'm hoping we will be doing over the next 50 to 60 minutes. Just spending some time in quiet and reflection. There'll be music, there'll be some creative prayer, there'll be some familiar passages of scripture, all designed to help us just to be quiet with God, to spend time with God in a busy old life. As we start, we're going to sing that very well-known and loved song, Tell Me the Stories of Jesus, because where we are going tonight is back to when Jesus was here on earth. And uh, we're going to use the stories of Jesus' hymn just to set us in the scene. So if you're able and you wish to, I invite you to stand. If you'd rather stay seated and that's what you want to do, that is equally fine. Tell me the stories of Jesus. Lord, we've just heard the words of that hymn, declaring you as our King. And Lord, as we come before you this night, Help us to focus in on you, on your wonder, your beauty, the creation that has come from you. The fact that you left the wonder of heaven to come and spend time down here on earth. And because of your death and your resurrection, we have that privilege to be able to be called your children call your father Abba, Father, just as you did. And we thank you, Lord, that by returning to heaven, you sent your spirit to walk with us day by day. As Lord, we spend time tonight looking to you. We open ourselves and ask, Lord, move within as we pray. Speak to our hearts and our minds. For we ask this in your name. Amen. We're all familiar with the words that Jesus said, come to me if you're tired and you're weary and I will give you rest. And that in a sense is where we're going tonight. And in a way that the song was kind of a more slow sung version of that very well-known hymn. It's just preparing us for slowing down. The message version of that very familiar verse says this, are you tired? Worn out, burned out on religion, come to me. Get away with me and you'll recover your life. I'll show you how to take a real rest. Walk with me and work with me. Watch how I do it. Learn the unforced rhythms of grace. I won't lay anything heavy or ill-fitting on you. 
keep company with me and you'll learn to live freely and lightly. In those few verses, there's an invitation just to come, to get away with God, to recover. We may be tired and busy and finding it tough, but we are being invited by Jesus in those words to walk with him and to work with him. And to know that he will be living with us. If we think about Jesus, we know there are countless examples where we see him retiring to the hills and the mountains to spend time with his Father God. I can't take us tonight to a mountain or to a hillside. But in a moment or two, we are going to have some pictures on the screen that will just to help us remind ourselves of the wonderful creation that God has made as we begin to still our breathing and to calm our minds. It's really hard, isn't it, when we come to a time of prayer and a time of silence to just slow ourselves down. But maybe with the words, of the, not, not just yet for a moment, Sam, sorry, just uh, as we have the, the um, pictures going on in a moment, actually we're gonna have that invitation from Jesus to come and you were, invited to pick up a stone as you came in and maybe for some of you this stone will represent your burdens, your pressures, those fears, those burdens that you're carrying and you want to just lay them on one side during this next few moments. I'm not suggesting that they're going to go away but what I'm just saying is during this moment just leave them on one side as you lay your stone down. Or maybe if things are buzzing into your head, just write them on the piece of paper and lay them on one side next to you. There'll be time enough when we finish to pick them back up or to go and do what it is that's on our heads, but that's not what this tonight is about. Tonight is not about all the stuff that stone will represent. It's not about all the things that still have to be done. It's about coming before our God. And so I invite you just to start to slow your breathing down and concentrate just on the breathing in and the breathing out as the video begins to play. You may find it helpful to watch the video or just to sit. And as we sit and we watch the video moving through into the different pictures of creation that I'm hoping will play, I'm going to just say a few words too. So just concentrate first on your breathing in and you're holding it for a moment before breathing out. Breathing in and just holding that breath before breathing it back out. And then as we watch and as we focus, maybe as you breathe in, think about breathing in the breath of God deep into our being. And as we breathe out, we breathe out those cares and those concerns. 
breathe in the love of God. And we breathe out our doubts and our despair. And we breathe in. And we breathe out. Sitting quietly before our true God who gives life and love to all of his creation. And we breathe in. And we breathe out. And we remember that we are sitting in awe of the God who formed us in our mother's wombs. He has made us. And he loves us. And so we can sit at peace. Surrounded by the God who fills every fibre of our being. And we breathe in. Breathing in the breath of God. And breathing out our tensions and our turmoils. Breathing in the love of God. Breathing out our haste and our hurry. Breathing in the life of God. Breathing out our work and our worry. Sitting quietly before our God who gives us life and love, just as he loves his creation, we can see. As we sit in awe of the God who's made each and every one of us. Sitting at peace, knowing that our God can fill every part of our being. And so we breathe in the breath. things that we are holding 
breathing, we are reminded of the majesty and the diversity and the magnitude of the creation that God has set around us and across our beautiful world and the galaxies and all that he breathed into being. we are carrying is nothing compared to the power and the might and the strength of our God. And so we breathe in and we breathe out. Declare him 
the music fades. I want us perhaps now to use our imagination because I'm going to start by describing a scene that we can find in the scriptures. For some of you, you'll find this easier than others. And so I just invite you, if you're able, to perhaps imagine yourself in that scene. What can you hear? What can you feel? Perhaps it'll be the heat from the sun as I talk. Maybe you can even imagine yourself in the shoes of the person that I'm describing. Maybe if you've got a really good imagination, you can even imagine the dust in your shoes as you walk along. Or perhaps someone is jostling you as you work, walk through the crowd. Or hear the noise of the people around you. Or perhaps you can identify with the need that is being described. It was a really busy day on that particular occasion. I remember it was hot. The pathway up to the temple was full of people hurrying from one place to another. In fact, at least two people stood on my feet as they rushed past me on their way to, well, who knows? I kept thinking as I went, are you sure you know what you're doing? There are so many other things that are so much more urgent than this. God won't know if I don't go, will he? If I don't actually do it? No one will know. But, oh, I don't know. There was just something inside of me that knew I had to go to the temple that day. There was a real burning, a desire, just a need to go. And so I went. But it was so hard. And I was so tall. Even when I arrived, I had second doubts. Did I really want to do this? I stood at the temple gates and I just looked for a few moments. Once again, those old feelings of being out of place, those feelings of that old uncertainty came back. I thought of all the other things that I could be doing or I should be doing. And I thought about fleeing, of going back home once again, that feeling deep inside me just kept me there. And I knew I needed to go on. I knew I had to do this, even though it came at such a cost. We shall continue with the story in a short while, but I wonder, did any of us Imagine ourselves there. Recognise any of those feelings that I was describing. 
because sometimes it's those same feelings that kind of churn up inside us when we try to spend time with God, when we want to come and pray, when we try to come and be quiet, we're distracted by our everyday life. And maybe then we think, well, would God even know if I'm not praying? Will anybody else know? Sometimes there is that moment when we want to flee from God. We don't want to hear what it is that he's saying. In fact, we've been trying so hard not to listen to what he's been saying, we've been running in the opposite direction because it doesn't fit in with our plans. Sometimes it just feels like too much effort. But as the person in the story knew deep inside we need to stay even when we don't feel worthy to come and those old feelings come back and maybe we even feel out of place we're going to have a song next that's going to remind us that we can come to god just as we are with our questions and our heartache and our pain and as we listen to the words, and we're not going to be singing it, we're just going to be listening. Just hear how much God loves you. And receive that invitation to rest on his shoulder for a while. Thank you, Sam. continue with my story. There were so many people, all seemingly knowing what they were doing, or where they needed to be. And there I was, watching, but seemingly not being noticed. In fact, even my neighbours didn't notice me standing there, caught as I was, in the shadows of the temple wall. I could still go back. It wasn't yet too late. I continued to stay there, appreciating the cool of the shade of the temple walls. I was out of the heat of the day. And I continued to watch. There were the priests going around their business. And then I was watching and there were the market traders busy and groups of women chatting together. And I couldn't help but notice those merchants dressed in all their fine clothes. And I looked down at my darned and worn out dress, ashamed of how I looked. But I knew it was the best I had and at least it was clean, but Oh, I don't know. I felt out of place, like I didn't belong, that others were so much better than me. And so I carried on standing. And as I stood and continued to look around, I saw a man who looked a bit like a rabbi. And he was talking to a really large group of people. 
And those sitting and listening seemed entranced by what he was saying. I wonder, could I listen in? I wonder if he has the answers to all of my questions. Maybe I could creep closer and hear what it is that he is saying. All of us are welcome. And as we continue just to rest, there'll be some familiar scriptures appearing on the screen. And I invite you just to let them come in. Rest in your spirits. Let them dwell deep within you as God reminds you just how much he loves you. The next piece of music tells us that all the way our Saviour leads us. All that I am and all that I have, we owe it all to him. Thank you, Sam. All of a sudden, I knew it was time. As I'd stood there, it was as if I'd been filled with a sense of love and peace. And, well, I don't know. It was just as if I knew that if I was willing, everything would be okay. I didn't know why or how or what was going to happen next. But somehow, watching the rabbi, fixing my eyes on him, it was as if I could see love pouring out from him. Therefore I tell you, do not be anxious about your life, he said, what you will eat or what you will drink, nor about your body, what you will put on. Look at the birds of the air. They neither sow nor reap nor gather into barns, and yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are you not of more value than they? He uses scriptures from Isaiah, Fear not, for I am with you. Do not be dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you. I will help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. As I'd listened, I began to feel valued and loved. I'm no longer alone. And even though nothing had changed, everything was different. It was as if I'd been given life and hope and courage. And I stepped forward. The distance between the walls and where I was heading seemed vast. But I set off with determination. I have to admit, though, that my feet did falter a little. Especially as I couldn't help but notice that the way that those so much better than me, so much better dressed than I was, seemed just to be tossing their money in as if they wouldn't even notice it was missing. I nearly stopped then, clutching my two coins close in my hands. But it was as if I knew that the rabbi was watching 
and I forced myself to go on. Once again, bathed in that sense of love and of hope, and I suddenly found myself beside the offering plate. Could I do it? Could I really let go of these last two coins and give them to God? How was I going to settle my debts and feed my family? And yet, once again, I knew it would be okay. And I opened out my hand and the coins dropped away. As I left that place, I wasn't really sure what was going to happen next. I knew I'd done the right thing. I'd given what I had to God, and I was going to just trust him that it would be okay. I'm sure by now you recognise the passage. I'm just going to read it this time from Mark chapter 12. Jesus sat down opposite the place where the offerings were put and watched the crowd putting their money into the temple treasury. Many rich people threw in large amounts, but a poor widow came and put in two very small copper coins worth only a few cents. And calling his disciples to him, Jesus said, Truly I tell you, this poor widow has put more into the treasury than all the others. They gave out of their wealth. But she, out of her poverty, put in everything, all she had to live on. We know that the widow gave everything that she could, even though for her she felt it wasn't much. She gave what she could, even though I'm sure she could have used that money differently. But she gave what she could because she wanted to be faithful to God. Trusting that he would help her in whatever happened next. To have our next piece of music. Using the words from Psalm 46 that we know so well, be still and know that I am God. As we listen, and maybe just ourselves sing along quietly, let's be still and offer ourselves afresh to God tonight. Maybe even allowing ourselves to listen to what he may be saying to us. Thank you, Sam. Father God, we thank you that you walk with us day by day. We thank you for your love and your compassion and your mercy. We thank you that even sometimes when we don't know how to pray for others or for ourselves or for our world, all you ask is that we come. Use as we pray. Take what we have. 
knowing that nothing that we offer is wasted by you. The time spent in prayer is a waste of time. No time focusing on you is time that could be more valuably spent doing something else. And as we come to an end of our time together now, we pray that your love and your peace hold us tight. Even if we don't know what tomorrow may bring or even the rest of this day, as we pick our stones and our lists back up and we walk back out into our world, may we go knowing we go in your strength and with your love and know that it's not through us but it is through Christ in each one of us that we go. Amen. And so we sing together that last song What gift of grace is Jesus my Redeemer reminding us that, that it is yet not I but through Christ in me that we go. Again, if you wish to stay seated or stand, it's entirely up to you. Thank you for being with us either here in the building or watching online as we've just gathered together and spent time with God. And so I close with a word that I'm going to bless each one of us with. Lord, help us to surround one another with the warmth of your love. To enfold one another in the strength of your presence. To encourage one another in our journey of faith. To surprise one another in the wonder of life. And bless one another as you have blessed us. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen.